0: Peace, peace, peace. I am Dr. Philip Browntree, and you are tuned into the July 31st edition of Rhetorically Speaking. Props to those of you who are watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever it is located. Share it, like it, comment it. You can be like, yo, this joint is whack. I'll, I'll take the hit for the for algorithm purposes, you know what I mean? Because engagement is what? Is engagement salute to those of you who are listening on streaming services wherever you get your podcast. If you're on, if you're on Spotify, you know it's about to get increased to a dollar more, so it's going to go from like fourteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine. Again, I'm letting y'all folk know who are using my Spotify account, who I, I willingly gave it to. I don't have the dollar, so I think you need to contribute you gonna get knocked off it's just the game it's just where we are <laughs> where we are in 2023 with it and last but not least props to those of you who are watching this stream live on linkedin listen I don't even know how what the get down is on LinkedIn. I, I've been on there a few times. I just updated my profile because people are like, hey, Phil, you're a doctor now. You can't just have it as MSW uh, MS and, and whatever acronyms you, you typically used to have. You need to update your bio. You need to do all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, word. So I went on there, I updated. I put a new pick up there because I don't have hair anymore. But on there, I had like my little high top. With the faded size and I was smiling. I had my little chip tooth like Nas in the pic. I was feeling it because I took that on my phone somewhere out here in, in Philly. But that is no more. Then I saw an option that said, yo, you can stream live on here. So I'm like, why not? Let's get the, the, the bougie people. Because that's all LinkedIn folk are. LinkedIn folk are uh, bougie folk. <laughs> all right. I take it back. I'm not going to say that. There, but there's something problematic about this idea of, of LinkedIn. Yes, I, I recognize that folk need jobs, but to have a platform dedicated 24-7, 365 days a year to this idea of work, which leans into this idea of capitalism, it's just for me who, who recognize how harmful the... The idea of of work and how it's being perp- uh, uh, perpetuated here in America, specifically, and and now is again, it's all across the world at this point. Just the dangers and the continue per- continuous promotion of work, 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 like a Rihanna song. It just feels a little bit nasty and a little bit disingenuous to even be on here, to even be streaming live on here. There's, I'm not. There's not a guarantee that I'm gonna keep this up. But what I also realize is it's like a, a Tinder slash Instagram for those of you with jobs. It's another attention seeking mechanism. Again, I'm I'm caught up in the matrix as well. Hence the reason why I'm on here. But I digress. I'll say that for another day. So today we are going to to have a conversation on RFK Jr. Eh, who appeared on the 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 Math Hoffa podcast It's a a YouTube show. And if you're not familiar with Math Hoffa, he is a a former battle rapper. I guess it's it's one of those things like like Christianity. Once you are a Christian, you're always a Christian because you can't erase blood. So I think once you're a battle rapper, you're always a battle rapper at any time. I'm sure you got bars in the tuck. So Math Hoffa is a battle rapper term podcaster, YouTube host. Who has a, a, a ever rising platform? He has a not only his following from battle rap, but it, the following that he's accumulated as a result of this podcast, where he has on rappers, he has on he has entertainers come on, and apparently he has white men who are politicians. Attempting to run for office who have problem, problematic belief systems, a problematic belief system come on as well. But then when we start to, to interrogate hip hop and we start to make comparisons between white men in power and individuals within the hip hop space, we're going to see some overlap. We're going to see some some similarities and attributes. And typically I wouldn't even have this conversation on. On Math Hoffa, or just any type of show where it's it's like pop culture. Even though I, I do comment on on contemporary things, but I found this because I've never watched this show. I might see clips on the internet from time to time, but sitting listening to full length interviews of at times unhealthy and, and and toxic behavior when it comes to men, when it comes to massage noir and all these other these other labels that we put on problematic behavior i try to to not engage with that but i saw rfk junior on there and it, it, again it's 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 supposed to be a a friendly setting where brothers are sitting around in a barbershop so that's the setting it's a barbershop setting he has about 4 or 5 of his of his friends in there and then you see rfk junior I didn't even know what RFK Jr. looked like <laughs> until the the recent fiasco with him being making anti Semitic comments. Somehow he's he's apparently making it making it out unscathed, even his despite his wife coming out and speaking out against Is the comments that he made or the beliefs that he may hold, which is is always an interesting dynamic when your partner, when your spouse comes out and speaks out against a a belief that you espouse, that must be a core belief. (laughs) So if it's a core belief, then unless it's just a mistake, you know, play as F up. I always say that play as F up. But given where we are in 2023 given your status and your awareness but again once 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 we get into who he is and some of his beliefs so then we will say oh you know what maybe he just doesn't have the awareness but even with that being said that makes you question not necessarily him it makes you question his his wife and I know his wife is a famous actress I don't want to speak out of term and, and identify her but I want to say it's the it's the it's it's Larry Davis Wife and Curb Your Enthusiasm. When I saw the name, I was like, that name looks familiar. But again, you could correct me in the comments. So I saw RFK Jr. and I'm like, okay, I have nothing to do. Again, because I'm not buying into this idea of work, 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 work. I'm going to rest at periods. And sometimes I engage in, in content that's that's somewhat frivolous at times. So I, I started listening to RFK Jr., and I was immediately frustrated. I wanted to yell. I wanted to, I wanted to turn it off. <laughs> and I eventually did. I could only take about 45 to 50 minutes of the podcast. And the the, the points that brought me to this, what brought me to this point was first the, 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 the ahistorical Inaccuracies when it came to to Dr. King, when it came to his father, who is 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 Robert Kennedy. I'm sitting here listening to him talk about again this white savior idea, which he promotes, and maybe it's just because it's his father. Right, we want to elevate our fathers into this 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 role where or 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 have them. Be imagined to be these superheroes. I hope my son and my daughter do it for, do it for me one day. But you sit here and listen to him talk about his father and how he he was a, a champion of the black community and and civil rights. And there's some legitimacy there. However, whiteness still prevails. <laughs> Right. Right. whiteness still prevails. So he started talking about how his his father and, and Dr. King and Ralph Abernathy and how there needed to be encouragement from from Robert Kennedy Jr. to, to get Dr. King involved in these and in the, in the Vietnam War movement, again, making it seem like his father is the reason that Dr. King, that Ralph Abernathy. Uh, that SNCC and, and these other organizations, who are committed to the work, who are committed to to poor folk, that they needed the the swang of, of his father. And this is where I sat and I I continuously I, I continue to critique the. I crit- critique hip hop and hip hop figures specifically, or anybody, but specifically hip hop, because I only care about, I'm not going to say I only care about black folk, but black, you know, I center black liberation. So when we have these types of individuals on platforms and powerful platforms like Math Hoffa is, right, almost a million subscribers, which means something in this world. To not have somebody who's politically inclined, to not have somebody who's who's steeped in in Africana, steeped in 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 Black history, up there with them, I know. For me, if I'm sitting there interviewing RFK Jr., yes, I may take the interview, but I'm gonna go have somebody. I'm gonna bring somebody who's well versed in areas where I'm continuing to hone my skills when it comes to to. To our memory of, of things that have transpired, those who are, who are really in the trenches, those who are, are more well read than I. Who are in a political space, one that 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 I don't frequent, because why it's important for me to not necessarily hold this white man accountable. But it's important to make sure that we could at least calling out the BS and not offering platforms for for what, what Stephen A. Smith say bloviate <laughs> and just say whatever it is that they they're feeling, which again is not rooted in anything of number one substance, but of a- accuracy. And so again, it's not just Mav Hoffa, it's Charlemagne, it's it's Ice Cube, It's I'm trying to think of other black folk who I haven't seen come out to push back against this, uh, the curriculum in Florida. Again, that's another conversation. But you notice who's silent when things like this come up. But if people want to come to their platforms and and I guess it's mutual using, it's a a barter system because, hey, I'm going to get the views from RFK's people. Who might not necessarily frequent the space? If I have Kamala Harris, if I have Joe Biden, if I have these these individuals come on to Breakfast Club or these other spaces, what does that mean? That means more viewership. But what does that mean for Black folk? So as I as I sit and I'm I'm listening to to RFK talk even more, it got to a point where they were talking about. A water crisis in in polluted pollution, polluted water in the New York area. And he talked about how he as a lawyer. There was a map that had all of these black spots where it was getting poor water. Again, notice the language that he's using, but it was one speck of white where it would where good water and clean water was going and it was going to the mayor's house and he wanted to to understand reasoning for that and he said i don't necessarily think it's racism but it's and i'm just like what are we is anybody is anybody going to say anything is anybody going to stop him dead in his tracks and confront him on what's being said, or is this just a platform for him again to just espouse what it is that he desires, which is okay, but you can't. I'm not going to even say it's okay. It's extremely problematic. It's extremely harmful. Now, one of the brothers up there did say, "Wait, so how is this not racism if we recognize that it's happening in predominantly black and brown areas, this polluted water, and?" He didn't really offer a response. And typically, what happens in this space, in, in spaces like this, and it happened here, they moved away from it. They went to go have a conversation about something else. And at that point, for me, it was just like, I don't need to listen to, to this anymore. Because I recognize that platforms like, like Mav Hoffa's, no disrespect, no shade, because again, and unfortunately, And I say, unfortunately, because I want to make sure my my words are are conveying exactly what I'm feeling. I was going to say, at least you're, you're not out there harming anybody. Right. Like physically harming anybody, because that's what we've come to in society where, okay, we can we can take psychological and emotional harm. Post it on platforms. Have these types of discussions in public, and say, "Well, you know what? At least you ain't shoot nobody. At least you ain't stab anybody." We recognize the the impact of physical harm that it has on an individual, on a family, on a community, and the historical impact that it has, as does psychological harm by bringing somebody in who is an anti-vaxxer. Now, again, your beliefs are your beliefs, but. To, to knowingly, and I doubt they even know about some some of RFK's get downs. To knowingly bring somebody in who is an anti vaxxer somebody, uh, and we talk about anti vaxxer just overall. He's he's been anti-vax even pre-COVID, but to recognize the, the 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 death and destruction that COVID took on Black folk disproportionately compared to white people. To have this individual on and offering them your space, your platform, to have any type of discussion is harmful. He's a conspiracy theorist, claiming that, claiming that Wi-Fi and cell phones are health threats. So when we we're talking about 5G, remember, it's just like 5G, 5G. It's medically dangerous. They're trying to control the population through 5G. He wanted them. He wanted them ones. What else? He suggested that the cause of AIDS was the use of poppers, which are alkyl nitrite inhalants, not the human uh immunodeficiency virus. He blamed firearm deaths on psychiatric drugs, teenage depression on aluminum and vaccines. This is the individual you're introducing to black America. And then when you read the comments now, granted, some of them are saying spam, some of them are supporters, but you have folk who are saying, listen, I would vote for him. Where the consequences of the of of having him on your platform. And again, it just is just not endemic to Mav Hoffa. We've recognized the, the, the power, quote unquote, power. That individuals with platforms like these have. But I don't think they recognize it. They may see it from a monetary, uh, uh, from a monetary perspective. Because unfortunately, again, in a, in a capitalistic society, this is how we view it. We don't view it in the in the in the sense of, you know, I have a powerful voice which can influence and impact community. And so that's why it's so important. For those of us who do have platforms. To 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 counteract. As best as we can, listen, I've I, I got about eight hundred and eighty eight thousand less followers than he. But hopefully the information that I, that, that I bring, on, bring out that I offer the world, hopefully the individuals that I bring onto the platform to engage in robust conversation with hopefully it's not um, harmful. To this quest of black liberation and that's where we have that we ask that Sonia Sanchez question again whether it's Mav Hoffa whether it's Charlemagne, whether it's the Joe Button podcast and so on and so on and so on how does it free us how does having Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on free us it doesn't what it does is it it, it may put money in your pocket to potentially create generat- generational wealth for your family but that doesn't translate into empowering an oppressed community. Listen, I I ain't got the answers, man. <laughs> I do I do not have the answers. Don't have these muppets on your on your platforms, and that's really what the the, the 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 long short of it is. Don't have these people on your platforms. Especially if it if it could potentially produce harm towards those that look like you. So as we as we move forward, and this is just going to be a, a, a brief update, because I'm 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 upset. I understand why it's happening, and I and when I say I understand why it's happening, when I. Because America is America. So Carly Russell was arrested. She was charged with two misdemeanors. She did post bond. Because again, in America, our accountability is through the legal justice system. Or the legal system, rather. Excuse me. It's not through rehabilitation. it's not necessarily through restorative justice it's through punitive measures so which could potentially be a teachable moment for Carly and maybe for others, even though you know I don't believe as such because penalization of of this magnitude doesn't necessarily dissuade others from exhibiting similar behaviors and so if we're saying that an individual like carly who may or may not have mental health issues i know which side i lean on if we say that she has mental health issues then we know that there's number one a distinct possibility that this may happen again number two something worse could happen and number three I don't know what number three is but I figured I'd just throw out a number three anyway but ultimately she was arrested for the the kidnapping hoax and it's, it's frustrating because you see the the viciousness, the callousness, the lack of humanity from individuals within society, and that's why I often say, and i 've heard it from from other elders, there is no we here because if we cared about community, we would be advocating for for her getting some type of treatment, we will advocate for understanding the underlying issues because you're not going to get to the 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 heart of what took place in the span of, of two and a half weeks unless she's uh, if she's not severely ill which then it becomes uh, it could potentially become apparent but no we, the conversations over time talking with family, talking with friends talking with her to truly suss out what was occurring but this is one of those ideas where we kill them all let God sort them out we incarcerate them all mental health mental health related issues or not and then if it comes to light then hey you know what at least they're off the street because we don't adequately we again there's no way it's not adequately uh, addressed here in the United States dare I say across the world so I'm not going to belabor this. Go, you could go listen to a previous podcast of Rhetorically Speaking where I discussed this at length. I, I, I think I'm so just miffed by it all that my thoughts related to, to her is just so unfortunate. Even when I look at her her mugshot and I see a smile, but I, I see an, an an aloofness in her eyes, which... I, it, again, you have to see it to to truly understand. It. I'm not posting it here. I don't post mugshots of black folk on my platform. So, listen, I'm out of here. <laughs> Hopefully, you watch it. If I, I may get banned from LinkedIn, from from talking, whatever. If you like it, again, hit the the, the like button, the comment button, the share button, subscribe. It's always appreciated. Until next time, peace.